0: we are wrapping up the animated series in which each week we've talked about a different animated movie and taken a lesson from it along with a Bible story. Um, And so we've gone through uh, the the various things. We went through um, Puss in Boots and how he gave into his fear and he was so scared, but because he had never admitted that he was scared, he didn't know how to handle it. And the thing with bravery is people always think, oh no, I'm scared. I can't be courageous, but that means you're brave. Like, Anybody who has bravery, anybody who has courage, anybody who does something big, anybody who tries to succeed, anybody who you can think of, an athlete, somebody in the military, anybody that, that would be a hero, like, they have been scared. That's normal. And, and so you have to face that and then go forward. Um, we talked about Spider-Man and the with great power comes great responsibility, how important it is to help other people no matter what they do to you, to always try to, to be better, to always try to have that responsibility of helping people, of loving people, of being like Jesus. Um And this week we are going on to Frozen, and To Thine Own Self Be True, uh, just about being who you are. And sometimes it can be really hard. Uh, especially at your age, and I've said this before, I may not have said it to you guys specifically, um, but at your ages and at the youth group ages, you kind of have two groups of people that you deal with all of the time. You have like half the people that say, hey, you're only a teen, your opinion doesn't matter yet, like grow up and whatever you go through, you're just a kid, you're just a teen, whatever, Uh, just stay out of my business, etc. And then the other half are like, you need to be more mature and think about what you've done. And sometimes it's the same people kind of yelling both things at you, so it can be really confusing. And so going to be hard to kind of figure out who you are. But when you are, are when you believe in Jesus, when you want to be like Jesus, uh, you want to do that all of the time. And, and it sounds a simple thing to say, but if you are pretending to be somebody at school, And you're like, I want to fit in here, so I'm going to be like everybody else. And then you pretend to be somebody else at church. And then you pretend to be somebody else at home and in a club or in a sport. And like you have all these different personalities, you're never going to be happy. You may think, well, I've got short-term fun and all this stuff, but you're never really going to be happy because when you're at school, you're going to be terrified that somebody's going to recognize you from church. When you're at church, you're going to be terrified that somebody's going to come up and talk to you and your parents about something. And it's always like looking over your shoulder and always worrying. And when you're pretending, then you're also lying. And when you're lying, like you have to remember, well, who, what did I tell this person? What did I tell that person? And, and you have to keep everything straight. It's so much easier to just be honest and be who you really are. And, and I get that it can be hard, and we don't have a lot of examples in uh, the, the culture of the world, in celebrity and our leaders and politicians and everything. Like everybody kind of just says whatever they think we want to hear. And, and I get that, but we can do better. And so, why I chose Frozen is because the whole thing is um, Elsa is scared that she's going to hurt people, and so she doesn't truly understand who she is. On the other hand, Anna kind of gets who she is. And so what's really cool about Frozen, and and Beatrice recently discovered it, so I've seen it recently also, but um, it's a really good movie, and uh, unlike a lot of animated movies, it doesn't have the, well, I fell in love, so everything's fixed thing that happens with a lot of things, Uh, which isn't to say that anything's wrong with love, but... It's all about you have to to know who you are. You can't let someone else define you. You can't be defined by a relationship, by a person, by a sport, by school, by anything other than Jesus. And so with Anna... Uh, she, this one guy, I forget the names, but he's trying to manipulate her and trying to trick her. Well, he's the bad guy, and so she doesn't go with him. And then I believe she falls in love with the other guy, but it's not about that. It's just about she's who she is, and she's very strong and very confident. And Elsa's trying to find that, and so she becomes a bad guy, and then she's a good guy, and she's all over the place because she never really takes time. She's just scared, and she's afraid, and she doesn't know how to, to be herself. She tries to hide this stuff. She tries to hold it in. And throughout the the movie like it's her journey of becoming who she is and finally accepting well i'm different but that's okay and so i want to go to a story this is esther and uh it's a small book in the bible in the old testament but it's a really cool story there was actually a good movie made about it a few years ago i think uh one night with the king or something like that and so esther was um, she was Jewish, and she had an uncle named Mordecai, and this was a, a period when Israel was not very popular with the people around them, and, and so the king and, the, and everybody in that area wanted to kill all of the Jews. We're not quite there yet, but that was kind of the thing, like they didn't like them, they didn't trust them, and so uh, the queen, let's just say, fell out of grace of her, her place, and so the king held uh, like this beauty contest and Esther was the most beautiful so she entered and she became the queen and so they had this rule at the time where nobody well no woman could go and speak before the king unless he asked her to and so at the time Mordecai was like hey these guys are tricking the king they're trying to make him kill all the Jews he, he's gonna sign this you have to stop him you have to do something about it and so this is Mordecai talking to her and uh, Mordecai gave Hathak a copy of the decree issued in Susa that called for the death of all Jews. So a decree was being made to kill all Jews. Um, he asked Hathak to show it to Esther, who again was the queen, but nobody knew that she was Jewish, um, and explained the situation to her. He, asked, uh, he also asked Hathak to direct, direct her to go to the king to beg for mercy and plead for her people. So Hathak returned to Esther with Mordecai's message. Then Esther told Hathak to go back and relay the message to Mordecai. So basically, they're passing notes back and forth, like high school or middle school or, or elementary, whenever kids pass notes. Although now, I guess you probably just text. Um, all the king's officials and even the people in the provinces. Uh, I would say that Rob and Sarah like used to be the pass notes generation. But Rob had like the stone tablets that you would write on, and um, all the he gave his first girlfriend a concussion when he tried to pass a note. Anyway. Um, all the king 's officials and even the people in the provinces know that anyone who appears before the king in his inner court without being invited is doomed to die unless the king holds out his gold sceptre, and the king has not called for me to come for him uh, come to him for thirty days so Hathak gave Esther's message to Mordecai, so basically Mordecai is like, "Listen, all of the Jewish people are going to be killed Esther it's not that she doesn't care, but she's scared. She doesn't want to show everybody who she is because it will put her in danger, and it will make people not like her, and it might people judge her, and it might cost her her life. And so Mordecai is not again. He cares about her. He loves her. He raised her, and he's like, "I need you to go to the king. I know that it's dangerous, but I need you to because otherwise, this bad thing is going to happen." And and he knows that it's asking her to put her life on the line, and she's like, "Listen." I don't know if I can do this. I, I trust you and I love you but I just don't know if I can do this because I have built up this person persona and if I change from that, what if he doesn't love me anymore? What if he gets rid of me? What if he throws me in the dungeon? What if he cuts off my head? What if he does all of this? Then I can't help anybody. So she's scared but she's also kind of using it to justify her inaction and not showing who she is. Um, in school, in life, sometimes it can be really hard to to talk about God, about, to talk about your faith, to talk about your values, to all of these things, um, because a lot of times, not ev- well, I'll just say, not everybody in school is going to be a Christian. Not everybody in school is going to have Uh, the same values as you. That's why when I talk about friendship, I say your closest friends should be people who share your beliefs and your values. That does not mean that you build a circle and you never hang out with non-Christians. You do that. That's fine. But your closest friends, the ones that you listen to, the ones that you trust the most, those are the ones that share your beliefs because you know they're looking at things the same way as you or similar ways than you. And so in school, it can be hard uh, because you can get made fun of. You can be not as popular. You can be hurt in sports even. You can can have all of these bad things happen uh, if you're just completely who you are. The worst thing in the world sometimes is to get made fun of because it feels so bad. And then you're afraid, well, what if I go back the next day? Uh, and Everybody, your parents, the adults, will say, well, but the next day something else will happen, and they'll stop making fun of you. But that's still scary, and it still sucks to get made fun of, and it still hurts. And so it can be hard to really step up. If all of your friends are telling bad jokes or hurting somebody, making fun of somebody, it can be hard, even if you're not laughing, to say, hey, we should stop this. Not because you don't believe it, but because then they might turn it on you, and then you might lose your friends, and you might just be alone. And that sucks. Like, it's hard to go through life alone um and, and so this is what esther is feeling on a bigger level but this is what she's feeling it's like i am in a good place right now maybe i can help over time by not acting like everybody else by changing but if i do this if i really step up what's going to happen to me and then what's going to happen to you and so the next scripture uh, mordecai sent this reply to esther don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace you will escape when all the other jews are killed if you keep quiet at a time like this Deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. So what this means, and this is one of the most famous scriptures in this book, in the Old Testament even. um, He is saying, listen, God's going to help us no matter what. Like some people might die, it might go really bad, but God is going to let this happen. Uh, God is going to always exist. He's always going to do something. One of the things that I've said in preaching before is everybody has a chance to help other people, to witness, to be an example. If you don't do that, somebody else will because God doesn't need us. He loves us and he wants us, but he doesn't need us, so it'll happen. But you get to decide uh, what you are and how who you are and how you can do things. And so Mordecai is like, listen, if you keep quiet, something good is going to happen still. But you may die. Like, this may still happen to you. And they're going to find it out anyway, which goes back to pretending and being all that stuff and being, oh, this is who I am in sports, and this is who I am at school, and this is who I am at work, and this is who I am at the puppy mill, and this is who I am uh, at, when I'm watching Bengals games, and this is who I am at church, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, eventually who you really are is going to come out. Eventually those groups are going to cross. Eventually uh, you're going to slip up. You're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to call the wrong person. I have seen so many times where people have kind of accidentally texted or emailed the wrong person that they didn't mean to because they it was about them. And so then it's super awkward. But eventually the truth always comes out. So if you are always like, well, it it might not, like this time I'm just gonna keep doing what I do, I'm gonna pretend it's okay, it's okay it's always going to come out, it's always going to come out, everybody and you know like I said we see a lot of examples in the world of people who pretend and they're fake and they're mean and they're cruel eventually they pay for that. Like It might not happen in this life, but eventually that comes out. Eventually people see who they really are. Eventually everybody finds this out, and so Mordecai is telling her that. And he's not saying it from a you're so stupid way. He's saying it from a listen, this is for you. Like You have to understand that you have to live with who you are. And if you're not happy with who you are, if you're not being who you really are, if you're not happy with with your faith, with your life, with with your personality, then that's going to affect you forever. it's kind of like if you pretend to be somebody else for whoever, like let's say you're getting ready to go to college and your parents really want you to be a doctor, but you have no interest in that and you kind of are getting C's and D's in science and math, but but you're really good at PE and it's like I'm so good at gym and I love doing this and I, I love... Uh, coaching, and I love playing sports, and I love all of this stuff, but but my mom really wants to be a doctor, and and she says that they're not going to care about me if I'm not a doctor. And if you go on, and that's a hard situation, I get that, but if you go on and you go to school to be a doctor, A, if you're already getting C's and D's in high school math and science, you're not going to make it. But B, even if you go and you become one, or you go and work in a factory, or you go and you're a teacher when you don't like it, whatever, If you're not happy with what you're doing, if you're not who you really are, that's going to affect you forever. One of the things that comes to me a lot is kids, uh, when they get to a certain age, when they're looking at jobs, they're looking at careers, they will be like, well, I really want to do this, and I feel led to this, but this makes so much more money. And that's nice. It's good. Money is important. And I'm not going to say that it's not. But if you choose for the money, or you choose so that somebody else will be happy, or you choose so that you'll be popular, you're never going to really be happy. Like you're always going to be like, this isn't who I am, and you're always going to feel that. And it might be nice to have a lot of things and a lot of cars and and to have a, a lot of houses or whatever, but you're never going to be happy. That's why you see so many people that are rich, like constantly doing all these different things because they're never really happy. But even if you're not making a lot, if you're happy with who you are, if you're truly being yourself, that matters. And so So that's what Mordecai is saying to Esther he's like listen I don't want you to die like I hate asking you to put yourself out there but you have to really be who you are you have to tell him that you're Jewish you have to stand up like you should because this is going to matter and then he goes to the line that is huge and he's like maybe this is why you're queen uh a lot of people will say everything happens for a reason. I don't necessarily believe that because we have free will and sometimes bad things happen and sometimes things just kind of happen because somebody else did this and the whole idea of everybody has the one. What if you're the one lived in 1610 or, or what if whatever? Like that doesn't work out, but... God puts us in situations where we can really matter, and so one of the things I've talked about before, and a lot, is my relationship with depression and anxiety, because I feel those things, and I deeply feel those things. There are youth pastors who are way more fun than me and can do all the TikTok stuff, and they can do awesome stuff, and they would be up here telling jokes and and being funny and being cool and all this stuff, and they could bring in like 50 people and have like this huge youth group of games and all this stuff, and that's fine, but... Because I see those things, I'm able to talk to those things. Whereas that person may not understand mental health and may be like, well, just go pray about it. You'll be fine. And so there's a place for both of those things, is my point. Neither of those is... is the best and neither of those is the worst. Uh, And so there are people that will come in, they'll listen to me, there are people that will listen to Sarah, people that will listen to Rob, but there are also people that want to know what you guys think and who you are, that that will care more about your life than ours. And so everybody has this place, everybody has this purpose, so you may be in a certain situation because you're supposed to be in that situation and you can help somebody. Not everything is necessarily to teach us a lesson, but you may be dealing with something because how you deal with it then helps someone else learn how to deal with it. With it. And that's where I am because like I've never been healed from these things, but how I deal with it helps other people. And, and so that's what he's saying to Esther. He's like, you may be a queen because you have this chance right now. And listen, you've got to understand this. And so we wrap it up here with... Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will do the same. And then, though it is against the law, I will go to see the king. If I must die, I must die. So Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther ordered him. So she went and did it. Um, And then she died, and all the Jews died, and it was awful. I'm just joking. Obviously, it didn't end that way. So she, she went and did it, and the king was like, you stood up for yourself. You stood up for your people. This guy tried to trick me. Are you serious? And so the bad guys got killed in this situation. In real, in, in our lives, uh, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes it seems like the bad guys win, but it's never wrong. It never hurts when you are yourself. And so because Esther stood up, because she was honest, because she was who she is, her life got better and she helped people. Uh, And like I said, God would have helped in that situation no matter what, but Esther was able to be remembered. She's part of the Bible. She's part of of this amazing story, and her actions, her bravery, all matters because she is who she is, because she understood, even though everybody wants me to hide this, even though I should probably hide this, if I am just open, if I talk about God, if I show who I really am, this is going to help people, and it did. And we talk about her today, thousands and thousands and thousands of years later, because she stood up. Uh, in your life, you may not have something where you save everybody's life, but even if just one person is like, man, I really like how they dealt with that, or, or man, they stood up to that peer pressure, or man, they went to youth when they could have just went to an LSU game, or man, like they they lost a point in tennis and they didn't snap the racket in half, or man... They are part Spanish and all this stuff. No, but it's like, man, look at how they deal with this. Look at who they are. And they may never tell you that. And that's kind of the hard part. But one person may be like, wow, that must be what Jesus is like. And that may change their life. Uh, You guys may not know who Billy Graham is. You might have heard the name. He's a famous preacher. He did a lot of stuff. He preached to like millions and millions of people. He wrote books. He started churches. He's like a modern day, like Paul or something like that, probably. Uh, Peter, somebody in that realm, or he's dead now, so not modern day anymore, but he was an amazing Christian for like 95 years of his life. Uh, Early on, before he had fully accepted the call, there was this revival, and that's where there's a lot of different churches and people, and it's very packed, and there was an usher in the back, and he's supposed to stop people from coming in. And so Billy Graham comes up, and he's a kid, and he's like, I want to go in there. And the usher is supposed to say no, but he saw something in him. And he's like, I'm going to find you a seat, and he found him a seat. Now, that doesn't mean if the usher had stopped him that Billy Graham wouldn't have gone on his mystery, because God had something for Billy. But because this person stood up for what he believed in, and he's an usher, we do not know his name, but he had a part in that. And so he made a difference. So you may be the usher, you may be Billy Graham, you may be Esther, you may be Mordecai, whatever. You must be you, no matter what other people say. You cannot change who you are for someone else. Your identity cannot be found in being the daughter, being the sister, being the fan, being the girlfriend, being the boyfriend, being the athlete, because all of those things go away eventually. But if you surround yourself, if you center your life around Jesus, that is the only thing that never changes. That doesn't mean all that other stuff is bad, because it's not, and you can have those things. But you center Jesus, you center God, just like Esther did, and then you're always okay. Like, you're always understanding, you're always doing that. If you have to change, the people that you think of as the most popular in your school, probably, Uh, not all of them, but some of them, probably, they're all, they have to constantly change their personality to keep fitting in. And... That never works out. I can name a lot of people who were super popular in my high school back 300 years ago, and they're still in my small town, still trying to do the same thing because they never could get away from that. But the people that were kind of, they didn't care about that. They're doing okay because they were who they were. So always be who you are. And I know it sounds dumb, but always be who you are. Always have your identity in Jesus and always do your best to help others in that same way. And that's all I got.